0: Get ready to grip it and rip it.
1: All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting.
0: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the
2: golf show. I can golf 52 weeks a year and loving it. This is Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello? From Colorado Springs, Colorado, and the five-star Broadmoor Resort, home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open, now a mere 834 days away. It's Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenhoff back with another big show here on Daylight Saving Sunday. Hope you remember to spring forward, set your clocks forward one hour before you went to bed last night, and we get a little bit more daylight, a little bit more time to play golf, and a little bit more time to talk golf as well on the show today well how many times a year do you tee it up how many times a year does the average golfer play golf some new stats are out released by the National Golf Association in conjunction with the Rounds Played Coalition, the National Rounds Played Coalition. That's a group comprised of course-reported rounds played submitted to Golf Data Tech, the National Golf Foundation, the PGA of America, and the National Golf Course Owners of America. And there's good news in that report, not only as far as the number of times a year that the average golfer tees it up, but good news in the number of U.S. rounds played in 2015 compared to to 2014, there was an increase. We'll talk about that today here on Tee to Green. Weather, a big part of that. The improving economy, also a big part of that. And finally, some good news to talk about as far as the number of rounds played in the game of golf. Also, we'll be talking to... Lynn Ray, he's known as Captain Crush. He hits it a long way. Today, he's on Tee to Green. Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the Tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's Tee to Green, now available on iHeartRadio Talk. If you miss a, something from today's show or future shows, find it at iHeartRadio Talk, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay and Jerry teeing it up from the Broadmoor Worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast to coast on the Sports Byline, USA Radio Network.
3: You're running your business. And we at Wix.com know things can get stressful. But creating your website doesn't have to be. With Wix, you can create a professional website all by yourself. It's easy and free. You don't have to be a programmer. Just drag and drop everything into place. It's your website, your style. Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com and create your own stunning website today. It's easy and free. How long would you wait for
4: your shower to get hot? How long would you wait for your cell phone to fully charge? How long would you wait to get relief from your nasal congestion? If you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, use Afrin No-Drip. Afrin starts working in seconds and keeps working for 12 hours. So, why wait when you can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin? Afrin. Powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. For more information, go to afrin.com.
5: You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything that help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what?
6: installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just 24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call
3: 877-499-MyTV. That's 877-499-MyTV.
6: Cancel the cable, cut costs and get more. Call
3: now 877-499-MyTV. That's 877-499-MyTV.
2: I've got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got the string around my finger What a world, what a life, I'm in love the return of Frank Sinatra. We haven't had Frank that kick off the show in a while. Make the rain go. Welcome in, everyone. It's Tita Green, the golf show, Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Butenoff. Nice to have you with us, and thanks for making what we do and what we're doing a part of your weekend. Nice. By,
7: by the way, if people didn't turn their clocks ahead, they missed what you said at the beginning. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. They'll have to listen to the replay later today.
2: Daylight Saving Time is here. I hope you, re- you did remember to put your clocks ahead one hour before going to bed last night. And uh, today on Cheetah Green, later in the hour, one of our good friends, uh, Lynn Ray, back with us. Lynn's nickname is Captain Crush. That is a well-earned nickname because he has made a living crushing the golf ball. He currently holds like six world records listed in the Guinness Book of World Records for hitting a golf ball. We'll talk to him. He's been really busy, especially... Uh, The last few weeks here, setting record after record after record. He's going to update us on what he has been doing. Lynn Ray, Captain Crest, joining us later in the hour. Something uh, that came out this week, Jerry, that I want to talk about right now. And it's good news. There hasn't been a lot of that in the golf industry uh, for the last 10 years or so after the big surge in the 1990s in golf and the growth triggered in part by the, the rise and the prominence of Tiger Woods, the dominance of Tiger Woods. Uh, The golf industry fell off a little bit and was stagnant for many, many years, but uh, it's getting better. And thanks mostly to some good weather, weather helped increase national rounds played actively in 2015, resulting in golf's first year-over-year growth in rounds played since 2012. The National Rounds Played Coalition uh, reports that total U.S. rounds grew by nearly 2% last year, Compared to 2014, the increase actually turned out to be 1.8%. Not a giant increase, but uh, considering that for years it was stagnant or it was going down, we'll take it.
7: I wish that that report, I was reading that earlier this morning, would compare these numbers to, let's say, 2005 Mm -hmm. or, you know, 2000 or something. Because that's what the golf industry is really looking forward is to getting back to the pre-recession yeah. Numbers. This is good. I mean, it's uh, you know things went down a little bit in the last couple of years, and now they're and they're back up. And you know they're only comparing to three years ago, which you know it doesn't tell the whole story. Um, you know it you know as that's written there, it makes it look a little more promising than it really is. Yeah. I think.
2: I don't know if we'll ever be able to get back to the pre-recession numbers though, because those were pretty good for for a while.
7: Well, I don't know, um, there, I, th- I think that, you know, might be possible, you know, if, if all these, uh, partnerships between courses and country clubs continue to, uh, gain strength and, and, uh, you know, all the first tee, you know, if we keep all those people involved yeah. that are in all these junior programs and all that sort of thing, I think it could maybe get back up to that point again, depending, you know, on, on what people want to do with their spare time. But, um. But it's, it's still good,
2: obviously. Yeah, we saw this. We kind of saw this trend coming. The folks at the, in Orlando back in January at the PGA Merchandise Industry Show all felt pretty good going into that and pretty good coming out of it that uh, we were on pretty good ground in golf these days and uh, things were trending positive. We were in Denver just a few weeks ago at the Denver Golf Expo, and, and Mark Kramer, who, who uh, organizes the Denver Golf Expo every year and has for the past, what, 15 or 20 years, also was pretty optimistic. His uh, his numbers were looking good going in and coming out of his events. So uh, good numbers from the National Rounds Played Coalition, which credit in part unseasonably mild temperatures in the fall and early winter months in the typically colder regions. They say that many courses were allowed to remain open late into the year because of the good weather. That prompted increased play among golfers who often cannot play in November and December. Golf Data Tech says monthly rounds played between October and December of 2015 grew by more than 12% over 2014. The number was up nearly 20% in November alone because regions such as New England... The Midwest and the West North Central enjoyed some mild weather. In fact, total playable days, total playable days, that's a a completely separate stat, grew by 4%. More than half the states that reported saw year-over-year growth in rounds played last year, including states that are rich in golf accessibility, such as Michigan, where the number of rounds played were up 11%. Ohio up eight percent. Washington grew by eight percent. Oregon was up five percent, and Virginia was up about three and a half percent. Those gains helped facilities finish 2015 slightly ahead of 2014 in total median revenue. So there are there, when you look beyond the initial one point uh, eight percent, you can see you can see a little bit of a jump up and a nice increase in some of those numbers as well.
7: I would think also that in certain parts uh, this winter now, for example, in the front range here, a lot of the municipal courses stay open all year long, Mm -hmm. and here in Colorado Springs we haven't had any rain or snow in over a month now, so I'm sure that the uh, places like uh, Patty Jewett, Valley High Springs Ranch here in Colorado Springs, Antler Creek is not open yet, but um, I'm sure that they're seeing golfers all this month already because we've had mostly 60 degree weather in the last yeah, you know 30 have. days or so um also some of these courses nationwide are going to see an increase of play just because of the overlap because maybe the course closest to them has been one that unfortunately has had to close and we you know we know how m- many you know the large number of courses in the states that have closed over the over the the last six years especially so um some of the courses are going to gain numbers simply because people have to find a new place to play also
2: the growth in these three areas in rounds in revenue and in playable days took place despite the fact that 2015 was the third wettest year on record nationally and according to weather trends international A large part of the nation can expect the spring golf season, which we're in right now, this year, to be similar to last year. The forecast looks especially promising for the southwest region. That's Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, bordering states here to Colorado. History also tells us roughly 40% of all annual rounds played are played between the months of March and June. So this this period of the year right now will kind of set the stage and tell the tale for 2016 rounds played are not entirely tied to the weather many operators are saying improving economic conditions and recent increased activity among golf's most committed customers are sources of growth average rounds per golfer have steadily increased over the last uh, 10 or 12 years since 2003 and golfers average just shy how many rounds of golf did you play last year jerry uh,
7: about uh, a dozen to 15 probably okay
2: you're a little under the average yeah. the average round per golfers is just shy of 20 rounds played in 2015 so the average golfer played 19 to 20 rounds of golf in 2015 a slight increase over 2013 and 2014 and the best number since 2012.
7: Did that 40% number between March and June surprise you when you saw that?
2: Uh, it did a little bit, yeah. Uh, it
7: did me too, but then I started thinking about it. You've still got a number of people from the north that are traveling down south to play, especially like now in March. And then I think what happens is a lot of people, once wherever they live, once they can start golfing again, they get out there and really hit it hard early in the season and then they maybe tail taper off, off, a little bit, you know, yeah.
2: after that point. So if you played 19 or 20 rounds of golf last year, you are average, less than that. You are below average. If you played more than that, good for you, <laughs> and you are above average.
7: Great. I just got called below average <laughs> yet again.
2: <laughs> one more time. <laughs> uh, by the way, one other note from this past week. Peyton Manning retired from the NFL after 18 seasons, and one of the things he said he plans to do now that he is through with Playing football is playing more golf. He is a four handicap. Maybe he can get that down to a two or three.
7: While the Broncos scramble
2: (laughs) to find a replacement replacement, since
7: their replacement also bailed out on them. (laughs) Uh, Brock Osweiler. Mark Sanchez. Buying a new golf
2: course with his big contract. <laughs> not that
7: Mark Michigan. Sanchez is horrible, but he's certainly not the answer either. So it'll be interesting to see what happens now with that.
2: On the show, coming up next, Lynn Ray, Captain Crush. He holds six records listed in the Guinness Book of World Records for hitting a golf ball, including the most golf balls hit over 300 yards in one hour. We're going to talk to him, ask him why he, ask him how he does it, and maybe more importantly, why he does it. Lynn Ray, Captain Crush joining us next. It's Tita Green from the Broadboard, Jay and Jerry back right after this.
0: a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf professional at the Broadmoor Golf Club. Today, I want to talk to you about set makeup and club selection in regards to hybrids. These days people are looking for a utility club that they can hit everywhere in a lot of different situations. I suggest a four iron replacement. It's a little bit easier to hit than the three iron replacement and it will go every bit as far because oftentimes it stays in the air longer. So what you want to do is play these exactly where you would play a fairway wood which is forward in your stance, take a nice smooth swing, hit the ball, down the fairway, advance it in play. That's really all you're looking for out of a hybrid club. Remember, these clubs are made all the way up to about an 8-iron replacement. Now, oftentimes we don't need that. The one I suggest you put in your bag is a 4-iron replacement.
2: For more on hitting the ball long and straight, check out the website, t or visit your local PGA professional. Show by golfers for golfers. It's Tita Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenhoff. Interesting to hear Mark Couple talk about the hybrid clubs. And, you know, you hear a lot about buying the hybrids, using the hybrids, but nobody tells you how to hit them, where to, where to play them in the stance, and things like that.
7: Well, and then I've also heard, he says on that tip about playing it like a fairway would, I've also heard just the opposite is that you would play it just like you would your four iron. Hmm. For example, if you're having... So, I play my fair, fairway wood right in the middle of my stance anyway. So.
2: Yeah, so no no big yeah, change so in for you. Case I, it doesn't I think it's matter. kind of probably just a feel thing. Whatever you feels best, wherever you can wherever you can hit it best, that's where you play it. Sure. Sure. We are live and in real time on the internet at sportsbyline.com and our website, tdgreenradio.com. The sportsbyline.com website replays this show online Worldwide at 1 o'clock every Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern time every Sunday. You can like us on Facebook, check us out, and follow us on Twitter at, at Sports Byline. And here in Southern Colorado, happy to be back on our flagship station, Extra Sports 1300, where Alan Fox is at the controls this morning, trying to stay awake, working the all-night shift and doing the last thing before he heads home, and that is running tee to green. This morning, hello to all the folks listening in southern Colorado, the Colorado Springs and Pueblo area, on our flagship, Extra Sports 1300. Our next guest, we first met a couple of years ago now, Jerry, at the Mile High Long Drive Championship in Denver, the Mile High Shootout. And uh, a couple of weeks after that, we had him on the show to talk about who he is and what he does. Lynn Ray uh, is is a long driver, and one of the things he does, he just crushes the golf ball, thus the well-deserved and well-earned nickname of Captain Crush, and he's been out crushing it everywhere in recent weeks, so the timing to get him back on is fantastic. He set a couple of world records listed in the Guinness Book of World Records just a week ago, and we're happy to welcome Captain Crush, Lynn Ray, back to Tita Green. Lynn, welcome and congratulations on the world records. Well, good morning and, and Thanks. So, so what? tell us about your, your latest world records, how they came about, and what you did.
11: Well, what I've been doing is um, there's a company called Golf Fest, and they do some outdoor um, golf expos in the West Coast over here. They, they do them in California, Phoenix, and Nevada. And so I've been working with them about trying to, you know, with their golf fest, to put together some long drive events, but a couple of the courses they've been haven't quite worked. So the guy running Golf Fest was like, hey, uh, would you be interested in redoing your uh, – trying to reclaim your um, Guinness World Record for the most balls hit over 300 yards in one hour? Mm-hmm. And we, we're talking back – this was back in, like, October of last year, and I thought about it, I go, like, oh, sure, I can, I can try to – for that again and get ready to, to try to reclaim my world record for that. And so, so we, right. decided to, we decided to do that at all three of the upcoming golf fests. I was going to do that one and a couple other challenges and uh, go going. you know, doing for some um, junior golf events in these cities and uh, help raise some money and have a lot of fun and, and try to re- reclaim it.
2: Yeah, now before October and before this this newest quest for you, what were you up to? Were you still pretty involved with the long drive competitions and and things like that?
11: Oh yeah, yeah, I've still been running events and still competing and you know, last year I went to Finn, I mean to Sweden for the world match play and did a lot of travel across the US in the you know, senior division. Um I'm, you know, I'm 52 years old now, and I'm I'm still able to compete against a lot of the younger guys. Of course, not the top tier younger guys, but uh, you know, you got the senior division and the super senior division. So I'm still pretty heavily involved with that.
2: Yeah, at 52, a lot of guys start to wind things down, but not you. <laughs> How is that? Why is that?
11: Uh, I don't know. I just, you know, the 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 fun thing of it is is. Um, keeping in shape. I mean, this has really helped me, uh, get back in shape and stuff. You know, uh, what was that three years ago on the way up to the, or two years ago on the way to the mile high shootout, I got, I got hit by a car in a parking lot and then let a year later having to have back surgery. Mm. And that was two years ago. And so, you know, um, that was kind of a, a lot of rehab to get through that. And about a year, year and a half ago, you know, the doctor says, okay, let's, start working and I was working with a couple different uh, trainers and to get back into shape and you know I was, always, I was able to start hitting the ball about three months after the surgery but it really wasn't till you know about six months after surgery before I could really start hitting hard and I feel better shaped now than I have in the last five six years
2: yeah and the back's okay now no issues
11: no it's been great I mean that, that was surgery was a very good success
7: Lynn, uh, when when someone comes to you and says, "Hey, let's would you be interested in, in trying to reset your record?" Obviously, there's some training that in, that's involved here because you're trying to be limber enough and strong enough at the same time to hit 300 yard drives for an hour or more. Uh, what goes into that? I mean, do you do some extra work with your shoulders or hips, or what? What's your uh, procedure there?
11: Yeah, so you know what I. I spend about two hours a day on training when I, you know, to get into this because uh, it's, it's endurance. I mean, it's very grueling for for an hour to hit you know five, six hundred golf balls in an hour. And so, you know, I do an hour of cardio every day, and uh, it's kind of interesting. While I'm on the treadmill doing the cardio, I actually take uh, free weight some little um, dumbbells, you know, 20 twenty pound, twenty five pounders. I do arm curls. While I'm on the treadmill, and it really turns out into a grueling um, hour on the treadmill, um, burning twice as much and doing two things at once. And then I got my swing trainer, which is just uh, like an air sock that attaches to the driver. And when I swing that, you know, it weighs like an ounce and a half. And when it attaches to the driver, it has these air pockets, and I'm able to add resistance onto my trainer while I'm swinging and so I'll swing that, you know, while I'm training for this a thousand times a day, three days a week. And um, my goodness, <laughs> and that, and that's what that's what really gets me into the hitting conditioning. Now when I'm just doing long drive and golf, yeah, I swing it a uh, hundred times a day, three days a week, and that has you know increases my um, club head speed, which gives you more distance. You know, so it's great for you know every everyday golfer. Or You know, people want to hit the ball longer. It's a good little training tool. But then when I use it for my record, you know, like I said, I swing a thousand times a day.
2: Yeah. The training that you're doing now, is it in any way similar to what you did early in your career, or is it completely different? No,
11: it's pretty much the same, but just a little more intense is all. Uh Uh-huh. You know, um, I do a lot of stretching, um you know, so that way I don't, you know, especially when I do the one where I hit the golf ball backwards. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going <laughs> to ask you about that a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later then. But, yeah. but but back to the training, yeah. There's a lot um, of of stretching that I do. You know, so that way, you know, you know, I'm very limber. I got the, you know, to really get my hips. Moving through the ball to get that extra yardage, so I'm not having to use my arms to to overpower it and get that um, lag through the ball. So that way, when I do this, I'm able to hit the 300 yard drives. And I and I train and I train to to where I'm swinging about 122 miles an hour club head speed. So it's not a hard swing like I do for long drives. You know, because I I usually get the the low 130 mile an hour club head speeds. Um, So when I do this, I'm trying to do it at like 122 is what I figured out.
2: Okay. Hey, Lynn, we need to take a break. We're with Lynn Ray. He's known as Captain Crush, ES Power Golf, and he holds six Guinness Book of World Records records for hitting the golf ball a long way. We're going to take a break, Lynn, and come back on the other side and pick it up right there where we left it off. Lynn Ray, Captain Crush, our guest. It's Jay and Jerry, Tita Green from the Broadmoor. We'll be right back.
1: 895
6: Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183.
11: There's only one
4: other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball.
10: Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory?
11: Grip it and rip it.
0: (laughs) T to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
4: Hi, everybody. I'm Mark Kelville, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor. Today, I want to give you a few tips about playing in the wind. First off, I want you to remember that you've got to swing within yourself when playing into the wind. That may mean shortening up. That may mean hitting a 7-iron instead of a 3-wood or something. A lot of people want to swing harder into the wind. Actually, it's just the opposite. You want to take it a little easier. Slower swing pace is always beneficial into the wind as that will take spin off the ball and therefore not make it go up. The other thing is just widen your stance a little bit. A little wider stance give you a little better base, a little better chance of hitting a shot on the face of the club. And into the wind, that's the name of the game.
2: For more on saving strokes, check out the website, t or visit your nearest PGA professional. Destination listening for dedicated golfers and your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio. We're on the radio with Tita Green, Jay and Jerry from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado Scott Cuddy in master control in our San Francisco studios. And we're worldwide on American forces radio and coast to coast on the sports byline USA radio network. We're visiting With the man known as Captain Crush, Lynn Ray. Captain Crush, a well-earned nickname because this guy crushes the golf ball. He currently holds uh, like a half dozen world records listed in the Guinness Book of World Records. He has the record for most golf balls hit over 300 yards in an hour. He has the record for the most golf balls driven in one hour. And he also holds, uh, among other things, the longest golf carry backwards, which we'll talk to him and get into in just a little bit. But Lynn Ray, uh, we were talking training before that, and he was talking about some of the resistance training in the last segment that he's done, that he does, and that he's done. Lynn uh, is 52 years old, and Lynn, people are probably thinking, well, you're probably six six, weigh something like 270 pounds. You are six one with your golf shoes on. You weigh 195 pounds. That's pretty average. Have you always, despite not being a giant guy, been able to hit the ball a long way?
11: Oh yeah. Back when I was playing back in junior golf and all the way playing, I was always longer than you know my playing partners, and I've always competed. You know, in I mean not competed, but I've always been longer on the you know through my career. When did I you... didn't even find out about long drive until about 15 years ago. So okay. I, I was, you know, 37 years old, something like that, when I found out about long drive. I would have loved to known about it, you know, 10 years earlier.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, when did you uh, decide to get into long drive? Now, besides being able to hit the ball long, I, I was looking in your bio, and your lowest round of golf was uh, shooting a 69. So apparently you do more than just hit the ball a long way. you got a pretty good overall game.
11: Yeah, yeah, right now, currently, I'm actually a, an assistant golf coach over at Temescal Canyon, a school over here in Southern California. And, you know, we got, a, we got one of the kids on our team that's nationally ranked. He won the, the CIF last year as a, as a sophomore. So we got some good players on the team. So I'm, I'm constantly playing with them. And I had a, a few rounds last year where I, I shot under par, and um, I don't play that much other than when I'm coaching the team. So I started coaching again. Our season started a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I haven't played, you know, some full rounds. Or there's some pro ams here and there. You know, when I get on the golf course, I just get there and work with my driver and work on that.
7: Lynn, we're going to uh, go over a couple of the things that you've done here with some of your records. You've got um, uh, just about 1,100 uh, balls driven in one hour. Why would you do that? <laughs>
11: It's just another one of those things that you you do for these charity events. I don't want to just try to do hit 300 balls because I got to tell you, hit 300 over 300 yards. If you have the slightest headwind, you know I'm done for because then I got to swing harder. Then it takes more out of you, so you don't hit as many balls. So I'm trying to do some things at some of these charity events to keep some excitement going and stuff like that. Now, my goal in Vegas is I want to hit 1500, balls in an hour. and I've been able to swing my swing trainer that many times. so as long as we can tee it up and hit it, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hit 14 to 1500, balls the next time I, I do this in, at the Vegas Golf Show. Now Guinness won't accept that one as an official record.'ve I've been, We've been working with them and they're like, oh, there's no skill involved with that.
2: Hmm.
11: So let you know, them try. Special, yeah. <laughs>
7: Well, I'm thinking the skill comes in. Obviously, you've got someone teeing the ball up for you. Have you ever almost whacked your buddy's hand when he, if he's a little slow there?
11: Um, yeah, I've hit my son's hand once.
2: Okay.
11: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what it was is I, you know, he, I, I hit the ball, and then as I'm coming back with my backswing, he tees up the next one, and I then see. I hit the ball. So one of the times he'd already had a ball teed up, and then as I was coming down before I hit it, he started to put the ball to re tee it again, even though there was a, a ball already there. And at the same time, he realized it. I realized that he started to pull his hand back, and I started to stop my swing. So when I hit his fingers, it was just a a little brush nick his fingers, so it really didn't hit him. But uh, you know, when I'm hitting, that's sometimes I'm not worrying about the ball. I'm I'm watching my the the hands of the of the, of the guy putting the ball up.
2: Uh-huh. And if there's
11: if he's Anywhere near that, when I'm coming down, I stop.
2: You also hold Guinness Book of World Records for the most golf balls hit with a driver in 12 hours indoors, 4,801. Most golf balls driven in 12 hours, 3,781, with the average drive over 300 yards. I can't imagine doing anything but sleeping for 12 (laughs) hours. How... Were these charity events as well, or how did you come about with yeah. the 12-hour stuff?
11: The, the, the funnest one was the one we did outdoors for when I hit the 3,700 balls. I did that at Torrey Pines during the Farmer's Insurance Open. And so it was for the San Diego um, Junior Golf, and that was a fun one. I, you know, the PGA Tour wouldn't let me start hitting the first ball until the last putt sunk on Saturday. Oh. So we started on Saturday afternoon. I was on the hole number nine on the north. I mean, hole ten on the north course. So as soon as on Saturday when the when, when they finished, so it was about 3.15, I hit my first ball, and I hit balls until 3.15 a.m. In the morning. In the morning, yep. And nonstop, because if you stop... You know, if you rest for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, your your muscles are going to tighten up and you're not going to swing again.
2: But did you get so, in, like, at least a five-minute break or a bathroom break or anything?
11: Yeah. So, so what I did is every hour, on the hour, I would break for five minutes. And then while I'm hitting, you know, I don't hit for the full minute. I hit for, like, 30, 40 seconds, and then I rest 20 seconds. I do that nonstop for that hour. I was hitting... You know, when you hit thirty-eight hundred golf balls, you know, in twelve hours, you're, you're hitting three, four hundred balls an hour.
2: Oh, I can't, I cannot imagine that. That's just, that's just amazing.
11: So, and that was the event where we raised the fifteen, fifteen thousand dollars for the Junior Golf of San Diego.
2: Ah, good for you, good for you. Uh, the the most golf balls hit in one hour, and the most golf balls hit over three hundred yards in one hour. Now, that's that's a big difference between the two, isn't it? Because you can hit golf balls, but to hit them over 300 yards, that's doing something.
11: Yeah, that, to, to go that 300 yards, I mean, you're, you're doing a full effort swing. I mean, you know, look at it. Most golfers don't even hit a 300-yard drive. And so I'm, you know, most PGA pros don't hit a ball 300 yards, you know, consistently. So when I'm out there swinging, you know, I'm going, you know, full full swing, hard for those balls to go 300 yards.
2: By the way, the record uh, that Lynn holds for most golf, most golf balls driven in an hour is 1,090. He thinks he could do way better than that. And the most golf balls over 300 yards in an hour, Jerry, 272. I have yet to hit a 300-yard drive in my life. Okay.
11: I've got okay, about now that, now, 12 of them sorry, but, in my career. That record has changed now.
2: Oh, that's right. You did. You reset it last week, didn't you?
11: Last weekend, I did it at Golf Fest San Diego, and we were at Mission's—I mean, at Riverwalk Golf Course—and on Mission's Hole Number One. I had the got to do it on a, a golf hole this time instead of a driving range. And um, I did it both days. I actually did it both days. On Friday, I came up short of the Guinness World Records. Andrew Frakes—he broke my record a couple years ago, and he hit 448 balls
2: mm.
11: over 300 yards. And so on Friday, I hit 469 balls, but only 402 of them were over 300 yards. Okay. So I came up, you know, 42 balls short or 46 balls short. So on Saturday, I was going to try to hit the, you know, I was going to try to hit the 13, 1400 yard. 1,400 balls in an hour, but I decided to go for the 300 yards because that's actually a an official Guinness World Record. Um, Friday, the kid, conditions started getting bad. The storm was coming in, so the last 20, 30 minutes, the temperature dropped 15 degrees. I mean, it was like 54 degrees, getting cold. But Saturday was supposed to be a little more fero- f- uh, favorable weather, so I went for it. I hit 502 golf balls, no, 503 golf balls and 459 were over 300 yards.
2: So you reclaimed your own world record. Good for you. Congratulations. Yep.
11: so I was able to get it back, and now if somebody else goes and breaks it again, I don't know if I'll go try to reclaim it again.
7: <laughs> okay, let's talk about this backwards thing here. Uh, you've hit a ball backwards 294 yards. Explain what that's about.
11: Okay, so, you know, I... I been using the shot a couple uh, for a while now at some of my charity events and i tell you know i ask people what's the scariest hole in golf and i always say it's a dog leg around the lake you know because you you know people get up there it gets in their mind so i tell them you know the best thing to do is don't look at it in fact don't don't even look at it turn your back to the hole so hitting a backward shot is basically you're facing backwards the ball's in the same place as you would normally address it. So as you normally address the ball and hitting it down a fairway, you have your back parallel with the ball, with your back to the green. And then you just swing across your body, hitting the ball, and it's going behind you. And I, you know, I, I <laughs> broke, broke the world record in Phoenix at 294, and then last weekend in San Diego, I increased, broke my own record, and I hit it 313 yards
2: <laughs> and six inches. <laughs> a, a 300-yard drive back. I knew there was a reason we had to get you on the show this week. <laughs> we've, we've been doing this a long time, and nobody has come close to telling us ever anything like that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's next for you, Lynn? Well, You've got about 30 I, uh, seconds here. Right
11: now, Got about five or six charity events coming up here on the West Coast that I go hit at. And then um, the Long Drivers, um, the World Long Drive Championship, as you might have heard, has been taken over by the Golf Channel. Uh huh. So they're going to be running, um, they haven't came out with the announcement yet, but they're going to supposedly have like six tour events that lead up into their world finals. Um, I'm running an event now in Mesquite, the Mesquite Ultimate Long Drive Championship. Last year, Joe Miller from London it.
2: All right.
11: And we're going to turn that into a, a big event out there, get that going. We had about 70 contestants last year.
2: That's uh, Lynn Ray, Captain Crush, with us today on T to Green.
3: 800-949-8707 800-949-8707
10: Fastest hour
2: in radio, quickest hour in golf, it's T.D. Green, and we're not done yet. Jerry's here to take us on tour.
7: Only one place to go here this week, uh, the Val Valspar Tournament on the PGA Tour at Innisbrook, just north of Clearwater. Palma Harbor, I think, is the town in Florida. There, this is the tournament that got Jordan Spieth's career er, season going last yeah, year. Yeah, he, he won this. He's six shots out today. Bill Haas is our leader after a pair of sixty sevens the last couple days. He's at minus eight, one shot better than Graham DeLatt, uh three ahead of Ryan Moore and Charlie Hoffman, and then three more players at minus four. Um, you know, we didn't talk about this during when we were handing out our awards last year, but last year. Spieth, Jason Day, NB Park, and Lydia Coe all won five tournaments. Five tournaments is a good career for a certain, a lot for of a certain guys, number yes. of people. But I don't know that we've ever had four people on the two major tours win five tournaments in a year. That, yeah. that, that's really something. Uh, next week, uh, the, everybody's back in action finally next week. The men will be at... Uh, Arnold Palmer's uh, event at Bay Hill. The women uh, coming back to the States finally for the Founders Cup in Phoenix. And the Champions Tour after a month off will be at uh, Omni National in Tucson for their tournament. So everybody back at work next weekend.
2: There is only one Captain Crush in the world, and we had him on Tita to Green today. <laughs> what fun talking to Lynn Ray, talking about uh, hitting golf balls a long way. And... I just I just can't imagine standing there and pounding a, over a thousand golf balls in an hour and hitting 459 more than 300 yards.
7: My arms would come detached at the shoulders if I tried anything remotely. If if you like want that. to
2: find out more about Lynn Ray or hire him for your charity event, he has a website espowergolf.com espowergolf.com for Lynn Ray and Captain Crush check out the website or for your charity event special he has carved out a nice niche for himself in the world of long drive at the age of 52 still going strong well that's going to do it we're done for this Sunday we thank you for joining us thanks to uh, thanks to Scott Cuddy and Master Control be back next week for Jerry I'm Jay thanks for joining us and get out and play some golf this week when you do as always hit them long and hit them straight